listening to CKNW Mornings. Presented by Alpine Credits. Zona protetta. Italian Prime Minister Giuseppe Conte made the shocking announcement last night, saying the measures already in place in northern Italy that bar people from leaving their homes unless for necessary work or health reasons starting today apply to the whole country. As ABC reporter Megan Williams talking about what's happening in Italy, a shocking turn of events there where the entire country is pretty much now on lockdown. We have seen countries across Europe uh, no longer flying to and from Italy. The UK's done this. Spain has closed their airspace space to Italy. Uh, So some big changes there. The European outbreak of COVID-19 is having a huge impact on that continent. To talk more about that now, we're joined by a familiar voice to CKNW listeners. It's Shane Woodford, a former CKNW reporter who now lives and works in Denmark. Good morning, Shane. Good afternoon here, Simi. How are you? I am good, thank you. But how are things going over there? Because I've been following along when you've been tweeting about this, and a week or so ago, didn't seem like, you know, Denmark in particular was going to be that affected. Today, that's a different story. Yeah, uh, the first case was announced on February 27th here in Denmark, uh, as everyone was watching nervously, of course, as this thing spread across the globe. Uh, That is 12 days ago. Uh, As of today in Denmark, we have... Uh, roughly uh, 156 cases here confirmed, 875 in quarantine, and we saw 100 cases uh, in just the last 24 hours. So that's a span of 12 days from case number one to 875 in quarantine and uh, about 156 confirmed cases. So the country uh, is now firmly on alert. Uh, Meta Fredriksson, who is uh, Denmark's prime minister, had a press conference this morning and they've announced uh, some major efforts try and contain a full spread outbreak that includes canceling all incoming flights into denmark from what they call coronavirus red areas so those are areas where they say that there's a major outbreak and they're saying we don't want anyone from there coming into the country chief among those is uh, northern italy as you mentioned off the top mm-hmm. uh, the other big one is all of iran uh, which is uh, seeing a major outbreak they saw the single largest uh, number of deaths in the last 24 hours at 54 in iran And uh, the ban also affects parts of Austria, China, and some provinces in South Korea. Uh, On top of that, Simi, anybody from those countries is inbound to Denmark will not be allowed to enter an airport. They will not be allowed to use public transit. Uh, They're also really concerned here. Uh, As you know, there's a a heavy sort of uh, train and bus presence in in Europe and Mm -hmm. getting people to and fro. And people jam on these things and they go back and forth to work. So here in Denmark, people have been advised to reconsider rush hour public transit travel. Uh, the Prime Minister wants to create more space so people aren't jammed together. They're even going to throw more buses on the road. Uh, they're going to add more trains into the system with the idea of just allowing people who use the transit system, especially those in the vulnerable zone of, of older people with pre-existing health conditions, uh, just a little space when they're on the right. bus or the train to try and prevent any spread. So, Shane, what ha- how has this been greeted, I guess, by people there? Because it seemed like this must be a big shock to them to all of a sudden have these measures be put into place. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, to me, this has been the talk. Uh, when I talk to anybody, when we go for dinner, uh, when we go out to see friends, when we're just out about it, coronavirus is, is the thing that comes up all the time. Um, it has been something that people here in Denmark and across Europe have been watching ever since it outbreak, uh, since the outbreak in China. Um, people in Denmark are fairly orderly. They are very sort of, you know, we, my wife and I sort of joke about how they're very conscientious of how fast they drive and always being in the right lane and all this kind of stuff. So they've taken it in stride um, so far. Um, that said to me, 
right now the timing is sort of okay because we're not exactly in the height of tourism season. Right. Uh, for those who don't know, Denmark uh, really loves their music festivals, and uh, the one in Roskilde, about an hour away from where I am right now, is one of the biggest ones in all of Europe. Uh, we haven't got into the zone where we're going to see the big music festivals and the tourists uh, that should be flocking into town. So yeah, depending how this plays out, we're on a bubble where it's going to impact tourism. That said, uh, just about 20 minutes before you and I talked, uh, a budget airline called Norwegian Airlines uh, is scrubbed 3,000 flights. So about 15% of their flight load wow. through to mid-June. And that's based to me purely on a lack of demand. So that's people who are at home uh, in Europe or elsewhere who are saying, you know what, I'm just not going to travel. This thing's too scary. It's too big. Now, Shane, that's quite a huge change, though, I'm guessing, from what happens in Europe, because travel, cheap, low-cost flights, movement between countries and cities in Europe, isn't it just so common that this is such a huge behavioral change now? It is. And matter of fact, uh, Meta Fredrickson, the Prime Minister, said today that she's also advising Danes uh, who are considering traveling abroad uh, to reassess those plans, not just simply out of the fear of getting the coronavirus itself, but she stressed that they don't want to get caught in a situation where they're visiting somebody or sitting on a beach somewhere and suddenly they're in complete lockdown. As now we see in Italy's example, an entire country literally quarantined. No one's allowed in, no one's allowed out. There was a very high-profile news story here about a week ago about a Danish, uh, an elderly Danish couple who went to Tenerife, which is in the Canary Islands. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just hanging out, they're grabbing some sunshine, they're grabbing some beach time, uh, and they're doing a live Skype interview to the, the local Denmark news channel here that we were watching, and they woke up in the hotel room, and somebody had shoved a note under their door from the staff, and it basically said somebody in the hotel has tested positive for coronavirus. The whole hotel is under quarantine, and uh, that couple spent a good week or two uh, basically locked in their room in this hotel in Tenerife. So they're saying to people, you know, you may not get this thing, but you're going to get caught up in the disarray. Yeah. There's a pretty good chance, depending on where you're going. So I think there's going to be a major shift, not just in tourism coming into Europe, but how Europeans flow, you know, around all the countries that are sort of jammed together here. Okay, so then for now, you think that this is no way it seems like it's under control yet in Europe? No. I mean, we're seeing, you've seen how fast the virus spreads. I mean, take Italy, for example. They went from you know, zero and watching the headlines and watching it grow in a matter of weeks. They're the second most impacted country uh, with a massive amount of deaths. And now they're entirely under quarantine. Um, this thing tends to spread like wildfire. I'm just looking at the numbers right now. Italy, 463 coronavirus deaths, uh, second only to China. Um, so we've seen this thing explode. Yeah. And I think that every country right now is super conscientious of their possibility of a widespread outbreak in their country, which is why uh, Denmark and I'm sure others in Europe are going to be taking some pretty drastic steps to just, I mean, who knows if it works to me because the, to a large extent, the genie's out of the bottle. This thing is floating around the world. I know that uh, just seeing in Sweden that they're, they're raising the alert level to very high because they've got some cases in Stockholm yeah. and elsewhere that don't appear to be travel related, which means the virus is present in the community and it's spreading around and it's not just coming from people that are traveling from abroad. Uh, Well, you know what, Shane? We'll keep in touch then. We'll see how it goes. Thanks for uh, joining us this morning. Uh, Can I leave you with one last question? Yeah, of course. Uh, France, the the Ministry of Health in France, is apparently dealing with some kind of misinformation they're trying to deal with. I saw this, yes. They're advising people on their on their public Twitter account that uh, cocaine use will not prevent you from getting the virus. So (laughs) takes all kinds, right, when something like this happens. Shane, thank you.
Thank you. Good to hear your voice. You too. That's Shane Woodford, former CKNW reporter who now lives in Denmark, letting us know the situation in Europe, which is, as he points out, changing virtually every hour at this point. Uh, big, big changes as a result of Italy's announcement last night that they are essentially locking that country down. That has a huge ripple effect. We'll talk more about that, get an update on the markets, how things are looking coming up next. You're listening to CKNW Mornings. Once upon a time, there was an enchanted forest filled with magical talking animals. Since they could talk.